Breakfast Business with Enterprise Ireland on News Talk. But first, let's have a look at the main business stories in the newspapers and websites, which we often do with the unflappable, unstoppable Aidan Donnelly from Davies. Good morning, Aidan. Good morning, Joe. Great to be back on after a few weeks off. Yes, let's never fight again, Aidan. Let's never. <laughs> <laughs> Laura Slattery in the Irish Times has a story which just took my attention about mortgage switching. Yeah, this is an interesting one. I suppose it's not too surprising when you think about it. It's basically around the loan, the new mortgage data that came out, and they've seen that new mortgage drawdowns remain very strong. But what's been a, a key within that has been a significant fall off in in the value of remortgaging and switching activity during the month of uh, of March. And I, as I said, it's not particularly surprising given how strongly interest rates have moved over the last while. You know, an awful lot of people have been trying to lock in fixed rates. And, and and the like, and, and as a result, switching their mortgages to different providers to lock those rates in to try to protect themselves against um, potentially higher rates coming down the line from the ECB. So we have seen a huge uh, spike in the amount of remortgaging um, uh, activity. Yeah, and mortgage switching over the last couple of months. So it's not surprising that we're going to see probably see that taper off now. As you know, at this stage, if if, if people haven't done it, they probably would say to themselves, well, there's, "There's not much point." It's interesting because um, one year ago, Ireland was twice the eurozone average when it came to mortgage interest being paid, uh, and one year later, i.e., now we are below the eurozone average because Irish banks are uncharacteristically generous or have been uncharacteristically generous and slow to hike up mortgage interest rates. I think they have, but I also think it, it, it's reflective, too, of the fact that a lot of people, you know, there, there has been a lot of activity in terms of tracker mortgages and switchovers and things like that. And, you know, while you look at an aggregate, the, the, the rates are probably a, a bit lower. It's probably um, more representative of the mix of the market that we've got here rather than necessarily um, the banks being overtly generous, shall we say. <laughs> I can hear the scepticism in your voice, Aidan. Now, let's stay with um, property. Uh, John Isle in the Irish Independent has another new line in the ongoing, ever ongoing row with Iris Reit. Yeah, this is, and again, not particularly surprising given the amount of backlash that's been going on, that the, the management are now squarely in the crosshairs of some shareholders. And in this case, it's, it's the Wellesley who own a 3% stake in, in REITs, and they've basically, in, in the REIT, and they've come out and they've said that um, they want to see the um, pay of both the CEO and the CFO cut um, so that they are more aligned with investors. And you know, as you said, this has been this has been rumbling on for quite some uh, time now, and and you know, I'm not sure the the merits of necessarily washing your dirty linen in in in, in public in this, and and particularly if ultimately you want to try to sell it to a, a, a private buyer. But you know, it it it's again we'll see. I think this probably ramp up, and and we've obviously got a a, a, a shareholder vote coming uh, very very soon. And what's interesting is where all of the sides are going to sit because. Because ultimately, you know, at the end of the day, you still want your your um, your CEO and your CFO to be engaged in the business. Um, uh, so you, you can't just kind of cut your nose to spite your face here, you know. But 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 some sort of a realignment, I'd say, or some sort of a gesture would certainly need to be done. Yeah. Now, the Irish Examiner has a story which we covered yesterday morning about Jameson Whiskey being resold or restarting sales in Russia. 
Yeah, this looks as if it's been a bit of a a a, a, a PR shot in the disaster. Foot. I was going to say shooting themselves in the foot rather than a disaster, but yeah, this this has came out. And we have obviously seen activists. Um, uh, protesting yesterday, they have said that they're going to re- to reverse the decision. They've had to do it also for their absolute vodka brand, which they'd started to sell back in. And I think, I, I suppose there's there's a few things going on, and 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 it's bear in mind, and it's not just I think a a a perno decision or a, or a, a you know I think it affects all major brand companies and their dealings in um in 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 Russia in that you know. The, the reality is the demand for the product remains within Russia. So the question is, how is that demand going to be um, uh, fulfilled? And ultimately, what you end up seeing is black market activity massively spike. And there's only there's only one group that benefit from black market activity, and that tends to be the criminal fraternity. Yeah. So, it, it, I, I, you know, for I think a lot of brand companies, it, it, it's becoming a big problem. And I think, you know, like most of us, they kind of didn't think that a year and a bit later, um, you know, this conflict would be continuing to go on. And 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 I, I, the longer it goes on, I think it's it's it, it's going to have it's going to have a big implication for how they do it. And also, you know, they still have a lot of staff. A lot of these big brand companies still have an awful lot of staff in in uh, Russia because they didn't close down, although they're not necessarily um, uh, selling product in. They obviously had, um, they do have distribution subsidiaries, etc. And, and they do have to think about the welfare of those uh, that staff as well. So it's a difficult situation. Now, staying with the Russians, I see in an article in The Guardian that the chairman of the Federal Reserve has been pranked by a bunch yes, of Russians. Yes, absolutely. This is, this, is, this is another one, a Good Friday morning story. And for those who don't know, it's Jerome Powell is the, the head of the U.S. Federal Reserve. And uh, basically, there's been uh, uh, conversation clips uh, going across Russian media now because two prank, uh, uh, two prank callers, uh, uh, two Russian prank callers basically uh, got in touch with them purporting to be a um, purporting to be Zelensky, the Ukrainian president, and he had a deep conversation about things like the Russian ba- uh, central bank and inflation and all these things. Um, little did he know that uh, it really wasn't uh, who he thought he was talking to. And I said, all of these clips are, are uh, have now ended up on social media, etc. He, if, if there's some comfort for him, he's not the only one that has has, has fallen foul to these two guys. Christine Lagarde in the ECB has also fallen foul, and I think even Angela Merkel may have fallen foul to these guys as well. But it does it does beg the question about how how do you get the phone numbers for these very high profile people? I'd I'm love sure to have his phone exactly, number. Exactly, that's what yeah. I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> a direct dial through to the Fed would be very nice. That would be good for the show if I could. Let's we patch through <laughs> Jerome Powell. <now. laughs> uh, finally, um, it's the end of uh, the Q1 results season for corporate America. At at least. Yeah, we're, we're coming to the end of it. We've obviously had a very, very busy week this week. It'll still drag on for another couple of weeks, but there would have been an awful lot of high-profile ones this week. You know, a lot of the big tech companies were, were, were this week. And I think, ultimately, um, you know, when you read the headlines as they come out each day, you get the impression that the, the results are better than expected. And they are, uh, uh, you know, 
into the letter of the law better than expected. But I think estimates have come down quite a bit over the last couple of weeks. And and as a result, I'd say I'd characterize it that that the results have come in better than feared rather than better than expected. Um, And that hasn't stopped uh, substantial uh, share price moves in some names. But it's also, I think, you know, as the dust settles, we need to look underneath it and and, and see some of the ongoing trends that are there um, and and see how they play out uh, for the rest of the year and yeah i suppose in 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 that regard amazon last night was a very good example of it that you know the stock had been up 12 percent after hours and, and i eventually ended up only two because the company started talking about how growth has slowed significantly in 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 their web services business and this is raising investor fears that you know it's been a main driver of the of the, the, the company's profits and what we're ultimately seeing is that customers are looking to try cut costs in in, in response to the challenge in economic conditions okay aiden thank you so much that's aiden donnelly have a lovely weekend aiden donnelly from davy stockbrokers now we have teamed up with square to host food for thought this event will celebrate the vibrant food hospitality sector in ireland at the dublin royal convention center on tuesday may the 9th hosted by yours truly and a panel of culinary experts including the acclaimed Paul Flynn. We'll discuss their experience in the industry, the latest food hospitality trends and impart insights and advice on how to succeed. So if you'd like to head along, go get free tickets, newstalk.com forward slash events. To get your free tickets, newstalk.com forward slash events. Proudly sponsored by Newstalk with thanks to square.com. Everything your business needs. Almost. Breakfast Business with Enterprise Ireland on Newstalk.